You're listening to the Old Oak Podcast, and I'm your host, Armada Cava, and I'm fucking wet. Oh my god, with this fucking heat, like right now, I am laying on my couch, in my boxers, and I can feel the fucking swamp ass. It is, yes, this is the intro to the show, we're doing this. It is like my balls are in a bayou. It's just no buenos right now. But, anyways, the real topic of today's, uh, today's episode is going to be inspiration and also burnout. Because guess who's on the verge of a burnout right now? It's this fucking guy talking about his testicles on a podcast. I know, who would have guessed? What were the clues? Oh, don't need to be Sherlock Holmes to figure that one out. But, um, yeah, I missed an episode last week. I was recording with a friend of mine was going to be on the pod, but for whatever reason, my end didn't record, so that was sensational, so that's going to, that's, that's going to come back, but, um, but anyways, I was thinking a lot this week of inspiration, specifically from artists, and how individuals talk about getting inspired, and like, what inspiration means to them, and I really want to break down mostly the individuals who really go, like, I guess, above and beyond with it that can lead to some misconceptions like you know when you hear individuals I think it was like Tarantino said something of like oh he hears like God tell him to make movies or something you hear actors and other artists do this whole thing where inspiration seems to be this very magical moment or that it has to be something far more superior than they are when in fact it really isn't Like, honestly, like, I can tell you, like, I don't. I mean, I just go in and work. I know I'm just going to sound like a Nike commercial saying just do it, but literally, I just go into the studio and I work. And if you're someone who's watched The Joy of Painting, you know there are episodes where it doesn't seem fun. You know, it doesn't have to be fun and games all the time. But it's just, you know, you go in and you, you do it. You know, I'm happy to do it, but also it's not something that's, like, riveting. And I feel that when we when we put a lot of pressure on inspiration and finding that like creative lightning bolt that's going to hit us in the ass to do what we do best, um, it it takes away the whole ob- objective of creating of where you're supposed to be fucking around, you're supposed to be experimenting, you're supposed to make mistakes. Like you know, it's not the end of the world that you make a bad painting. I mean, I have plenty of bad paintings. I mean, you can ask certain people who would say, all my paintings are bad paintings, and that's, you know, that's their opinion, whatever. But not everything you make, no matter what your practice is, has to be a banger. You know, it's kind of the same way we look at musicians and artists who come out with these albums, and then we put them so high on this pedestal that we want something that is the same and better. And that's difficult to do, because, you know, they're artists in their own right, you know. They can do something completely different where an album is not going to be the same structure as before. Maybe you have to listen to a certain few songs beforehand or the songs are more experimental. That's completely fine. But uh, I feel like to us other people who aren't in the music industry and these high-level, high-profile artists, it's normal to just fuck around. Like, come on, not everything has to be a banger on social media and that definitely plays a role into it. I've spoken about it at length on this show that you can make paintings that are just, you know, paintings that need to be made. I mean, my teacher, the best piece of advice that I got was that every artist makes 200 bad paintings in their life, so 
best to do them earlier than later, but you still got to do them. And it's okay. You know, I have some paintings I could point out that I just, I'm not too crazy about, but it's, it is what it is. It's part of the gig of creating, of just fucking around. And maybe that painting, the final product, is not something to show off to everyone. To be like, look how good this is, but you probably got something from it where it's going to take you into a different direction. The next time you pick up the brush, next time you know, you know you're going to pick up that sheet music, whatever it is that you do. You know, it's okay to make bad and experimental shit. It's completely fine. Hearing an artist say shit like, oh, these divine forces whisper to me and call my creativity to move my mortal hands. Like, shut. First of all, okay, calm down, Joan of Arc. All right. Can you imagine in any other type of job setting asking someone like, hey, are you ready for that presentation and the budgeting that we're going to present to the board? And they spewed out some wild shit of like, oh, the divine powers above me whispered to me in the somber evening, which my soul heard, but my body was in a meditative state, but I understood what needs to be achieved here in this mortal realm. You would call the fire department and have someone come over because you'd believe there's a fucking gas leak in the office. I mean, come on. Come on. I mean, it's okay. It's okay to just, you know, hey, you maybe heard a song lyric. Or, you know, you just got up and you just had a simple idea of being like, oh, this would be cool. I mean, I have that plenty of times. I mean, I don't frivolously write all sorts of crazy stuff. Like, I just got hit with this, like, boost of creativity. I just kind of take, I think, two minutes out of my day where I'll think about it. Be like, huh, that'd be cool to be on canvas. And then after I go try it, and guess what? It never turns out the way it's supposed to be. And that's fine. That's just part of the fucking gig. So, you know. If you're someone who's struggling and wondering and waiting for this, like, eureka moment, um, you're going to be wasting more time than you think. You know, just the best thing you can do is if you can go to the studio, wherever you create, get yourself in front of it and just start something. That's always the scariest part is just to start. So that's my advice to you on the inspirational front and all that fucking, my God, this whole shit of just, oh, higher powers move my hands and such. Yeah, 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 whatever. I mean, it's back to that rule of artists and drug dealers need to follow the same fucking rule of do not get high off your own supply. Like, I can weave a tale about how I go to the studio saying, oh, my feet trace the same steps on the same cobblestone streets of all these historical figures like Pablo Picasso, Salvador Dali, Vincent van Gogh, Monet, Toulouse-Lautrec, as I feel their essence in the city, as I make my way to my domain of creativity. Which is just a fancy way of me saying, I just went up the street to go to my studio. That's it. Usually I have like a cigarette and I'm listening to like slut pop. That's that's pretty much it. It's not, it's not this romantic affair where it needs to be translated beautifully into a chapter of my autobiography or that we can make a Netflix series about it. And I understand that want, because of course, we all want to feel special and feel that it's very important. And it is very important. It is, regardless of if it can translate into a fucking screenplay or needs to be a poem. It's, it's still very important, and I wouldn't put too much pressure on that at the end of the day. Now, when it comes to the burnout thing, I, I, I feel it kind of ties in together, because having that type of mentality will fucking take it out of you. I mean, I'm tired right now because I know I have a lot of shit going on in my life that's just kind of hectic. 
I also don't want to talk about it too much on the podcast because I don't want to invite the internet in. Like, I know there's like a handful of you I know personally that listen to this show. And for sure, you can just hit me up and we'll talk about it. But, I mean, I, I just, you know, things get hectic in life. I think this happens with, with all of us. It's not even I think. I know it happens with all of us. And it can just put your whole schedule and feel topsy-turvy. And even though you're not doing this, like, back-breaking labor... Your mind's getting drained, and that's where I feel right now, you know? And because my mind's tired, everything else is tired, you know? It's just like, knees weak, arms heavy, mom's spaghetti, the whole shebang. That's what's going on right now, and why I felt, instead of filming The Joy of Painting today, I wanted to just make an episode and just kind of ramble about it. Uh, and I, and you're maybe you're thinking, like, well, you just said to just go do it. But here's the thing, I want it to be kind of authentic if I do it especially it's, it's it's a bit different considering that I'm filming myself you know I want it to be as authentic as possible and not that I need to put on this happy-go-lucky persona if you've watched the show I do mention at times where like I got the blues or I'm tired but just now I just feel like my body is just telling me like take a break take a fucking break and I know I need a break because I'm getting irritable about everything you know not just like the heat and that I feel like a damp Deborah you know, a moist Michelle, a dewy Dolores, a wet Wendy. I can keep going. I can honestly just keep going with that. But, yeah, you know, I feel irritable. I feel very tired. And I feel mostly irritable, not necessarily with people outside, but with myself. And I feel that's something some of you guys can relate to. And this whole idea of, like, what it is to be a creator in, you know, 2023. Uh, there's there's definitely burnout, and I know I mentioned social media before, and social media is a part of it. I mean, juggling all these things with your art also is fucking complicated. You know, there's some days I just want to paint. Like, I don't want to think about, like, oh, I'm due for a post on Instagram, or I need to make sure I can translate whatever I film for my show on Pornhub, find that segment, make sure it's proper in terms of being, like, a vertical movie, and that it will translate well if I post it on TikTok and all that. Hold on, I need to get this app and learn how to do this. And, you know, it's 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 a lot. It's a lot. And I know there's some of you out there who, who feel that way, that it's a lot. And don't beat yourself up too hard about it. And remember, your favorite creators out there, a lot of them, they're, they're lucky enough to have people help them. And good for them, you know, good for them. But just keep that in mind. That is not a question that... You don't have the talent. It's just sometimes it's a question that you don't have the resources. You know, and I hope one day you do. I really do. I hope one day you get to do whatever you need to do. But at the end of the day, the priority is going to be your art as opposed to what you can present to the audience. Yeah, but I'm fucking tired, man. I'm fucking tired. And like looking at social media and other artists and all that, not, not a lot of people like to talk about it. Some people do make some very good posts about what leads to a burnout. I think one of my favorite accounts is uh, Lobster Fangs. You should definitely go give them a follow in terms of, you know, the information they provide and experiences that are very relatable to what it is to be an artist and a creator in the age of social media. Like the last post that I really enjoyed was this fatigue in explaining how we all juggle, you know, podcasts, shows, our art, having to translate it onto social media keeping up to date with that with a platform that is not as rewarding as it used to be. You know, I don't want to be making a painting and thinking about fucking branded content tools and marketing, but you do put a lot into a system that uses you for content that doesn't 
bring you as much as it used to, man. It's not it's not the old days. It's very it's fucking difficult. It's difficult and I'm I'm honestly I'm just very tired. And I'm here to be that inspirational burnout for you that if you're tired, it's okay to be tired, you know? Like we have these moments. Like I'm laying here on my couch in my underwear right now on a Friday recording this and I'm A okay with that and I also realize I don't have a choice. And I used to fight these burnouts a lot, you know. I used to think like, oh, I'm just being lazy. I'm being just incredibly lazy right now. I just need to pick myself up, put myself in front of the canvas, and I'll get shit done. And to be honest with you, it's not the best way to go about it, you know. And I I know I struggle with this whole concept of placing my own value in my own productivity, which has been eating away with me recently. I can tell you that a lot of times hanging out with friends, I have a very hard time sincerely ask, well, answering the question of how's it going. Or when I introduce myself, I notice I'm constantly just vomiting out what I do as opposed to, you know, other things like that make me happy or other silly things, you know, or, you know, what have you, or I, the, the thing that I used to deflect the most is I just put all the attention on the other person. And I love hearing about that person. I love making new friends and hearing what they say, but I feel this moment of like, if I didn't do anything, I feel I don't have a right to talk, which is not a healthy way to go about social events and social encounters, if you ask me. And I, I, I need to work on that. I really do. For those who haven't experienced a burnout, or maybe you're kind of sitting there like, well, what categorizes a burnout with some with like just being tired I would say a burnout is you know I've been tired I've been very tired but a burnout first of all I'm already had five shots of espresso and I can't feel it that's already a good motive for me that's my body just saying like huh lol and that's usually a good first indication that I am fucking exhausted second as I said very irritable I'm usually just grumbling around at myself and I find myself having like a short fuse with silly things that I shouldn't, you know, like if like my canvas moves while I'm painting rather than just saying like, ah, usually it'll turn into more of like a, are you fucking kidding me? Like not like raging and like throwing it across the room and having like a whole like Nick Cage moment in the studio. But there's little indications. And I think another important one is just like when I wake up in the morning, I'm not as excited, you know. It doesn't feel anymore, you know, in these little time periods, it still does, but in these moments where I feel burnt out, it doesn't feel like it's a safe haven or it's like I always have that to go back to as my little escape. And then the big one is always the amplified sense of guilt of looking at other creators. And I'm really proud of my friends right now. Like everyone seems to be fucking killing it and I applaud you if you but like my applause might sound different because as I said I'm laying on the couch so you might hear a bunch of hands clapping if you're something like a dying goat in the back and you're wondering what that is that's me I'm happy I'm super proud of you I'm just doing my best to show my support right now so please bear with me but I do notice there is this sense of amplified guilt in comparison which already a lot of us struggle myself included when we're not going through these very low moments of like looking at everyone being like, my God, they're doing well. Oh shit, that's like a fucking sick painting. They're just fucking nailing it. But you also have no idea what's going on in their lives, you know? It's very difficult, you know? They're showing you what they want to show you, you know? And 
social media is highly curated. It's just curated lives. And I think that's also one of the reasons why I want to just make this podcast to kind of show you like, hey, it's okay not to be okay. Like I'm fucking tired and fucked up right now. And I know I'm going to give myself the weekend to just fucking rest. And it doesn't always have to be this pure creativity fucking machine all the time. I think there's some people that assume with artists that, you know, when you look, especially if you look at these, like, especially the profiles that have all that, like, curated branding, you know what I'm saying? Like, with that, like, every post has to, like, function with the previous ones that when you look at the profile as a whole, it's all, like, nice and visually stimulating. I say fuck that. I say make it as chaotic as fucking possible. Post those random moments, things that aren't cohesive. Hey, if it's just an image, there's no caption, fucking do it. But if it's also like, you know, you want to write a lengthy rant about something or a poem, whatever it may be, whatever your thoughts are, fucking do it too. You know, fuck that whole precedent of like watering down to fit into this fucking mold of what people think, you know, is like a successful Instagram account or, you know, TikTok page that everything has to be clean, tight, and cohesive. And you can definitely do that if that's your thing. If you want to be doing that, do that. But like, doesn't have to be i feel like that's becoming more and more the norm and it just kills a sense of self for the artist like i have such a hard time relating to these artists like i, I seriously do like i want to see dumb shit i want to see fucking like you with your mates like having a pint at your local place like i just want to see you know you walking around the street or maybe you took a close-up shot of leaf whatever i want to see more of that not this like articulated and very curated sense of like here I am in the studio. Look how everything, even the paint that I put on the floor, falls perfectly to make such a banger of a post. Like, it's all right. Be messy. Be sloppy. We love to see it. But back to the question of guilt. Um, there is that sense of guilt because, you know, not having that relatability or maybe even seeing your mates doing things. And I know my mates have gone and, like, they deserve all the success in the world. There's just this moment when you feel low, it just kind of makes you feel lower. And it's very easy to lash out. I know some people who tend to get grumpy about it. I'm just grumpy with myself because I'm happy as shit. And I realize, okay, I don't know the full story. They've earned it. I'm going to get out of the slump. I just want to get out of the fucking slump right now. I don't, it's not a question of jealousy. It's more just like, oh, man, if they're doing so well, like, and I associate with them, like, I should be doing well. I want to make them proud and I want to be proud of myself. Like, fuck, got to just fucking pull myself up. But sometimes before you can pull yourself up, just got to lay down a while, you know, that's what I've learned, I'm going to be 33 this month on the 25th, Jesus Christ, but um, yeah, you just got to lay down, and speaking of my birthday, I just get weird around my birthday, I know that, I become a little fucking nervous little cat around my birthday, it's not a question that like I have a problem with aging, it's just I feel very weird when people want to celebrate me and I know that's linked to a lot of trauma and a lot of other things and I don't know as time has gone on there was a moment where I was fine with birthdays and like really excited to have my friends come by and do a party but like more and more with each year that passes it feels feels more like a chore and I feel like I'm not deserving of it and I know I'm saying this you know while like I'm kind of in a burnout like this happens every fucking year Honestly, my little, like, fucking birthday burnout. Jesus Christ. But anyways, um, it's tough. It's tough to wrestle with those emotions. And I don't know if any of you have that. But um, you can probably hear it in my voice of, like, spiraling around. 
this whole podcast that um, it's not fun. It's it's not a ride I want to buy another ticket to and go on later. But I know at some point I most likely will. And it's just fucking tiring, man. It's it's a tiring ride. I just want to get off of it and, you know, go on to the next thing. But sometimes you just got to wait for the ride to be over. Ugh, shit, man. Fucking long-ass ride. Now, getting into, you know, more of my personal fatigue. Um, one of the things that I, I tell people like to help remedy it is definitely do something that just doesn't have anything to do with whatever your creative practice is. Like, I don't come home and read, like, art philosophy and art theory books. I cannot be bothered. I have a good, like, few shows with my partner that are good, like, brain shut-off shows. You know, like, what was I watching before? I was watching, like, Too Hot to Handle. You know, that's a good show you just whip on and just be like, what the actual fuck? It's just a good, like, brain-dead show. Uh, I also like watching video essays on YouTube, just things that have nothing to do with art all the time. I think... I can't saturate myself in it. I think that, you know, there's being passionate, but also there's understanding that you're a human being and it's nice to see other things. You know, I don't just, like, fucking wake up and just eat, breathe shit painting. I mean, shit painting. Oh, my God, I just imagine, like, a very... <laughs> imagine if you could, like, poop out, like, different colors, like, pastels and shit. Okay, never mind. But anyways... What I'm trying to say is that it's good to just turn off. Just turn off. It's alright. Just turn off. And I know I'm saying turn off as I'm like staring at the record button right now where I'm like, I should just turn off this podcast, which I will eventually, but um, I feel like it should just record it. I just want to record it because I feel I'm making an episode essentially that I would want to hear to kind of reassure myself seeing another artist going through it. Not to, you know, make fun of them, not to be like, oh, I'm doing so much better, but just that relatability of just feeling both equally exhausted and frantic at the same time. And being caught in that, like, weird threshold of in-between, that's the best way I could describe it, where you sit down, you don't want to lay down, you don't want to take a day off, you feel the world is spinning around you, and you want to keep up, but at the same time, when you want to keep up, you know you're going to fuck up something, and just not be your best when you do it, and that despite, you know, trying, which is a great effort to try, you know it's going to probably backfire later on, and then you're going to be even more tired and set yourself back more, and it's just a vicious cycle at the end of the day. It just fucking can eat away at you. It is that exhausting, frantic, Burnout energy. You know, we're little burnout goblins today. That's that's pretty much it. Like, I have my, my, my blinds closed. I'm laying here. I am probably going to play my little fucking cowboy game, Red Dead Redemption, at some point. Just to, just to escape a little bit, you know. And just take some time for me. And we got to learn to just be gentle with ourselves. And fuck that toxic positivity. This shit sucks. You know, a face mask is not just going to fucking fix my day. It'd be cool. It's a good practice, you know. It definitely is a good practice to, like, be gentle with yourself, like, in a physical way. But, um, no, we're not doing the whole toxic positivity here of, like, lighting a candle and being like, life is grand. Another way I like to think of rest, uh, I've learned this from some individuals on Instagram, is that resting is also a form of activism. If you're someone 
who is very passionate about a cause, who does a lot of work, probably online, not online, there's so many avenues to activism and you feel you are slowing down or that you you feel a sense of guilt that you're not doing enough in comparison to your colleagues and what you feel you can contribute to a cause, resting is activism. Believe me, you are appreciated, your work is seen, and people want to see you at your best and you need to take time for yourself. You do. You just, you do. There's no... There's no other way around it, and it is true where if you do not take a break, your body's going to fucking pick that day for you to take a break. I used to think it was like kind of like I can make some sort of compromise when I used to feel like this when I had burnouts, where like, okay, if I'm burnt out, then I'll just focus on like planning other things, but then I realized that would stress me out more and not like kind of like defeat the purpose of resting. Because then I was inventing more projects to put on myself as like a way to quote unquote catch up when in fact I got projects going. Like I should just, you know, focus on that and the time that I'm resting is just to focus on other dumb shit. You know, I should just be laying down and staring at my toes, you know, or just thinking about like, hmm, I wonder what time happy hour is if I go meet up with my friends. But even then, even in these like fucking moments like this, I've learned not to use alcohol as a crutch. And I highly advise that to you guys, because I used to do that a lot, I think. Um, leaning on alcohol, same thing, you know, if we're going to bring it back to the like the inspirational part of this uh, podcast in the beginning, if you're someone who goes to create, who has to be under the influence of something, that is a very dangerous road you are going down. I've met some people who literally need a bottle of wine to themselves before they can pick up a brush, and that creates a lot of issues it's not good you then put a lot of confidence in yourself when you are under the influence and then it becomes a need and that's how you get addicted to it like you should not be fucking sloshed out of your mind in order to paint if you feel that that you you are behaving a certain way in the studio while drinking try to isolate what that thing is and try to practice it sober like i said a lot of people have a hard time like taking risks and starting and also when you work on a painting and you feel a bit too comfortable I get it you can feel blocked but don't don't use an influence like that I used to do that uh, there was even a time uh, it was in good old 2017 you can see it in some of my paintings but um, I was under the influence at one point not necessarily of alcohol but of uh, you know some booger sugar here and there due to some of the people that I was running around with for a few months. And that, that didn't help. You know, it didn't help. Sure, it gave me energy, but, you know, not, not the smartest thing I've done. Not the... It's not the way to go. Plus, at the same time, emotionally and everything that was going on in my life that was very chaotic, it was an easy crutch. It was an easy crutch, and I didn't want to accept the terms of what was going on in my reality. Because now, 33, I just like having tea. I might have like a glass of wine at night. But then, yeah, I play my silly little cowboy game. And I just say yeehaw. And I put on a little southern accent out of nowhere. And that's pretty much it. You know, I hang out with my partner. We'll watch some movies. I try to sleep in the best I can. You know, putting my phone now in airplane mode at night. I don't like having it near me. And just trying. You know, I think that's what's important with your time for yourself is that you try. You just do your best to try 
try to rest. Do your best to try to rest. I hate that it rhymes. I don't like saying things that rhyme. But anyways, just trying some things, you know? Like, I can't wait to take, like, a cold shower, too. That's going to be good because it's fucking heat. I am too thick and hairy for this atmosphere. I just can't fucking do it. You know, another quick little story about, like, things I used to do when I was tired or, like, if I couldn't go to the studio because of just, like, fatigue in general, not because of other things, is that I would try picking up another hobby in the interim, but me being the little fucker that I am, that, like, I really want to get into it, I would then substitute it for the other thing and just not accomplish anything. Like, for fuck's sake, it's not it's not an accomplishment to say that I can create this thing or look at this beautiful thing I created while depressed or while enduring a burnout, while enduring immense amount of fatigue. It's not... It shouldn't be rewarded. I think that's also linked definitely with grind culture. Like, I do not follow any of those fucking guys who run around saying, like, wake up, it's 5 a.m., we're about to get this bread. Like, if you're not in the studio for at least, like, 18 hours a day, like, what are you doing with your life? I'm fucking living, you know? I'm fucking living. I have other things to do. I have my friends, you know? I like to... I don't know. I like to kind of like run my feet underwater sometimes, especially when it's hot, just that cool, just like splishy splashy with my toes. I'm not just constantly in front of the fucking painting. And also, if you are in a space like I have here, like I know I work at home when I do my joy of painting stuff, I'll turn some of my paintings around when I'm like this. I think that's another little pro tip for some of you creators out there. If you have your living situation is shared with your workspace, uh, turn the paintings around or turn your work around or kind of like put them aside you know just have a breather you know go clean the studio if you want that's also something that's cool go for a walk to the store I usually make it a little like jaunt and a little pilgrimage over to the the art store to get some tubes but don't don't you know having to stare at your work all the time when you're in this frame of mind will harm you more than you think You know, I'm speaking here from experience. I'm very lucky my studio's up the street. I don't have to look at the big portrait. I'm really excited about the big portrait, but I know if I've been staring at it for too long and I'm laying on the couch, I know I'm going to sit there and, like, drag my feet around and most likely make a mistake. And it's not because I'm worried to make a mistake that I'm in chasing some idea of perfectionism, more so that I know that if I don't do the work well, it's going to bite me in the ass later on. Then I'm going to find an obstacle that I didn't need it. That's going to waste more time when I could have just, you know, chilled out. You know, just chill the fuck out. That's really all that I have to say today um, regarding my state of being and for this episode. Um, Like I said, I know I've been treating this podcast like a diary and just kind of like ranting and ranting and raving to, you know, whoever wants to listen. But I'm okay. You know, this is not a sign for you to, you know... Send me messages if you feel inclined to. You don't. You really don't have to. I know I'll be back up and at them at the beginning of the week. I just, you know, this weird time with my birthday. Computer almost fell over. That would have been fan-fucking-tastic. But, yeah, no, it's just an awkward time in June for me. And I know I need to work on it, and hopefully one day I'll be very happy when my next birthday comes around, you know. Uh, I know I will. I know that's something that I, I, I'm eager to look forward to and just kind of, you know, got to call up my therapist and work through that and just, you know, one day at a time. That's all we can do is one day at a time to be gentle with ourselves and also be gentle with others. You know, like I said, 
I see all my friends doing great things. Please, if you're someone who struggles with that and feeling like it's jealousy, don't take it out on them. It's not jealousy. They're doing great. I imagine your friends who are doing wonderful things. You also don't know the full story, so be kind with them. You know, celebrate. Don't try to make that, like, be the heaviest piece of guilt on you because you're only going to do do harm to yourself. Don't, 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 I, I wanted to say, like, don't worry about it, buddy. But, like, you do worry about it, but, you know, try your best. That's all I can say is just be gentle with yourself, and I'm sure they're all very proud of you for everything you've done, and you're probably the inspiration, too. So, you know, try to think of it that way, despite things might feel very tiring and bleak with how your mind might be right now. Yes, I'm kind of talking about myself a little bit here and speaking from experience, but, you know, that's how that's how the, these little lessons go. So, I hope you enjoyed this little episode. Um, make sure to follow Oiled Up Podcast on Instagram. Uh, give us five-star review on wherever you're listening to this, too. That's really appreciated if you... Want to recommend it to people? Go ahead. I'm going to do my best, you know, to get back into the flow of everything. I think after the 25th, I'll be fine. It's usually like, like literally at the 25th on midnight, once we get to the 26th, like I'm back at it to being completely normal and I don't have to think about my birthday for a bit, which is also, you know, got to bring that up with my therapist. It's not, it's not normal. Just because I can normalize it doesn't mean it is a normal thing. So, five star review. Uh, next week, I'm definitely also going to be doing uh, Joy of Painting. I'm going to be back with one of my wonderful friends. Hopefully, the recording will be well because they are amazing. They do some really sexy, wonderful things and have some really raunchy stories, which I think some of you will like. I think this has been a lot of art talk. Now we need to get in some fucking filth talk. We're due. We're definitely due for some filth talk. So take care of yourselves, guys. I really love you. If you have any questions about anything, you can email oiledubpodcast at gmail.com love you guys a lot and hope you're staying cool and yeah I just love you tons I'll see you soon